This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, November 5th, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. Now that the Tea Party movement has translated its passions into electoral success, what's next for a new GOP majority in the U.S. House and what will keep the coalition from fracturing? David Bowes, executive vice president for the Cato Institute, says keeping that coalition together means focusing like a laser on fiscal issues. A whole lot of Tea Party candidates have won, which uh, moves Republicans into control of the House. But the people who move up are the people who've already been in the House as Republicans. So people like John Boehner are are moved up and given uh, a better platform by this uh, insurgent group of candidates. Should we expect anything better than the the pledge that the sort of anemic uh, pledge that uh, was issued by Republicans? Well, we can hope that Republicans learned a lesson from the last three elections. They learned in 2006 and 2008 that if you don't cut spending and you waste your time on social issues, that the voters will turn you out of office. And then they learned in 2010 that if you focus on the economy and you have a big government president pressing, taking over the economy, and you fight it, then the voters will turn to you. Hopefully, they'll keep that up. It's also not entirely certain that somebody like John Boehner becomes speaker. Somebody could step up and challenge him, but you're right. It doesn't look like anybody's planning to do that. The Tea Party movement, the glue that uh, binds them has been spending and debt. Uh, But once you have uh, some power... It seems like a lot of other interests may creep in and uh, the coalition might uh, split a little bit between now and 2012. Well, that's absolutely right. And, And what normally happens after an election is people get excited about elections. They go out and they work the precincts and they stuff envelopes. And these days they send out uh, emails to their friends and they're very excited about the election. And then when the election's over, normal people go back to their lives. They watch Dancing with the Stars. They work on their job. But the special interests never sleep. And they descend on the new members of Congress. They start paying off their campaign debts. They start their campaign re-election fund. They take them out to dinner. They take them to the Verizon Center for concerts and games. The special interests are always working Congress, and the people usually aren't. So the real challenge for the Tea Party movement is, can you keep the pressure on? Can you hold the politicians' feet to the fire once the election is over? It's great that they had rallies in 2009 and 2010. Can they have April 15th rallies in 2011? Can they have town hall meetings that they actually show up to, not to shout down members of Congress, but simply to remind them, we sent you there to cut spending. What have you cut? What have you done about the looming tax increase? What are you doing about health care? And that's a real challenge to keep those people engaged. I think the Tea Partiers understand that, the leaders, they know they need to do it. But whether they can actually keep people involved is going to be a real challenge. A whole lot of legislative uh, priorities that emerge out of out of the House and may or may not be passed by the Senate are almost certainly going to be vetoed by uh, President Obama. And he has indicated in a lot of ways that he's not as interested in uh, compromising on a whole lot of issues as, say, someone like Bill Clinton uh, turned out to be. What do you foresee in two years uh, the Obama administration butting heads with a new House majority and a stronger uh, 
Tea Party, not led by the Tea Party, but a, a stronger Tea Party presence in the U.S. Senate. The president has a big agenda, bigger than Bill Clinton's, and he really believes that he is right. In his press conference after the election, he said, well, if anybody's got any ideas about how to solve our health care problems, they should bring them up. But that's what he said throughout 2009. And the fact is, he doesn't listen to anybody with alternative ideas. He's, his idea of how to fix health care is for the government to take it over. So when you say, well, I have this other idea, let's get patients more involved as consumers, he says, I don't hear any ideas. So that kind of unwillingness to even engage the opposition, and you see the same thing every time he says, every economist from left to right agrees with me, he doesn't even hear that there are people with different ideas. So when he says, if anybody's got a good idea, I'm willing to listen, he's not telling the truth. He may not even be telling a conscious untruth, he just doesn't listen, and maybe he doesn't realize he doesn't listen. So that's the real challenge, is that he doesn't want to listen to alternative ideas. It's true that any bill that the House passes then has to pass the Senate and be signed by the president, and that's going to make it very tough. You can pass a repeal of Obamacare. It's not going to get through the Senate and the president. However, there are things the House can do. They cannot fund some of the president's agenda. And if you don't fund a program, then the Senate can pass the program, but it's not funded by the House. That would lead to a showdown, and part of that is a public relations thing. Will the president say, I'm sending this bill back to the House because it's not big enough? I am vetoing this spending bill because it doesn't include everything I want. Or can the House make the case effectively we're spending too much money, and so we zeroed out low-priority programs and programs that do harm. And I think we all worry that if it's John Boehner and Mitch McConnell up against President Obama, that may be a bad PR opportunity for the Republicans. Taxes are on schedule to go up next year. January 1st. Taxes are scheduled to go up. Taxes on capital gains, taxes on dividends, uh, taxes on everybody's income, rich middle class, working class, everybody who earns income is going to see their income taxes go up on January 1st unless in the lame duck session or early in January, Congress and the president can agree. Now, what the president wants to say is, I'm willing not to have taxes increase on the middle class, but taxes have to go up on the rich. And the Republicans need to be able to respond. You are saying in the middle of a jobless recovery that you want to increase taxes on the people who invest and create jobs. And that is the wrong approach to tax policy in a recession. But it's a real challenge. We talk about uncertainty. Nobody wants to invest when they don't know what the tax laws and the regulatory burdens are going to be next year when their investments start being made. Right now, we don't even know what tax rates are going to be in two months. What can Tea Partiers do then to keep their coalition strong and focused on issues of debt and spending and uh, just larger federal involvement in their lives? 
the Republicans went too far to the right on social issues in the second Bush term. They did the federal marriage amendment. Uh, they tried to get the federal government to take over local marriage laws. Uh, they did the Terry Schiavo hospital room intervention. They turned off a lot of independents and suburban women and college-educated voters and young voters, and they ruined the Republican brand, and they drove voters away from them in 2006 and 2008. But I think they learned their lesson, and you have not heard much out of Republicans the past two years about social issues. They have stayed focused on fiscal issues, and they just won the biggest House swing since 1938. So I hope that they will learn from all three of those elections, fix the economy, avoid social issues, and that Tea Partiers who have done a magnificent job of staying focused on smaller government, fiscal responsibility, and the Constitution, and leaving social issues out, will keep the pressure on them there. David Bowes is Executive Vice President of the Cato Institute. You can read his recent piece on the GOP, the Tea Party, and fiscal issues at Cato.org.